Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today I'm so thrilled to be joined by the wonderful Carla Bikini to talk all about Ted Lasso season three. And when you look at Isaac as a character and, and who he was when we first met him in season one and the immense growth that he's had over that time towards the end of season three, I was interested in how you've really used the writing to kind of guide you over time just to continue making these incremental changes and in, in growth because I've heard you say that when you look at back to the beginning of him that he was a character that had a lot of growing up to do and, and he really has done that. So I was just interested in that journey for you. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Isaac, you know, when, when we first uh, introduced to him, uh, wasn't the person that you you know now it was almost like they are two different people um when when i when i first figured it out you know it was just first season we was just kind of, i was just kind of figuring out who who he is and 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 what he feels and and what he thinks and i believed uh, I, that he was in need of a of a mentor he was in need of someone to like, kind of like point his compass in the right direction. Um, and he got that through, through Roy and through um, um, Ted, because Ted had an effect on Roy and, and which made Roy look, look around and, you know, spot people that kind of needed to be brought into the light a little bit. And, um, and that's why I said before, like, you know, that almost, you know, from the same cloth a little bit with the with the rough and you know and look, uh, you know, almost a little bit sweet as well. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, when I when I when I look back and I, and I look over the the the, the three seasons, I uh, I see like a a, a boy, uh, you know, almost like with like kind of childish uh, traits, like you know. You know, just wanted to mess about and and not really have any like goal apart from I, I want to play football and I you know I want to be you know a, a big shot but kind of still hid a little bit because he he was just hiding behind uh, Jamie and um and you know he's also a big presence so he was kind of like hiding because he kind of had probably had a self esteem issues and um you know. Uh, with the lasso effect, um, kind of became the person that we all know and love, and um, and you know, not not perfect, but but still uh, a, a person that you can depend on. I mean, that that's such a great point about in terms of him hiding a little bit and kind of not feeling the need to kind of put himself front and center early on because there were other people with bigger personalities in the room to do that. And so, did you find that when you looked at the page that that was kind of the guiding force of really figuring out where is he going to be more internal as a character where is he going to hold himself back and where is he going to kind of find his voice a little bit more in that delivery because he's not the first person to jump in and say something he understands when to let everybody in the room speak before he chimes in as well yeah, because you know he's, he's he's quite a powerful character in the fact that he doesn't is his power is not his articulation. He's, he's, he's not he's not the most articulate person, but his his power is his presence and how he uses his body. Um, and 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 you know, I I just wanted that to be a, a fundamental factor in, with 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 Isaac that he did, you know, think about what he said because you know. He was quiet most of the time, and and 
and kind of works with being 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 a captain when, when you have such great listening skills you know and you're able to just let people speak and voice their opinions and then summarize your own after that that's why you know you see in in the show when 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 Isaac says something it goes <laughs> you know there's no there's no like two ways about it it's just that's the way it's going to be um and he doesn't even need to you know some of the people that, that are most powerful they don't even need to say anything it's just they'll just give you a look and you know like okay we're going to do what you want to do <laughs> do you know what I mean and and I've always grown up with 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 a saying that like the loudest person in the room is more times than not the weakest, you know, because it's the person that needs to talk and talk and talk and talk, and you know, and they 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 don't really have any action, you know. But a person that doesn't that has few words and and but then you can see, you know, that he's almost giving you an example to follow. You know, because you, you can be a, a hypocrite, you can be, you know, you can contradict yourself by saying a lot of stuff and almost forgetting the stuff you say and then doing a completely opposite thing from what you, you know, or you can just, you know, do the actions and then let it speak for itself. And that's, I think, Isaac's the latter. Yeah. Did you find that that also gave you a specific pacing to his delivery in terms of the way you worked with the dialogue? Because he also doesn't feel a need to kind of race through everything he's saying. You know, he can be very specific and very deliberate with his words because he's being so concise and, and thoughtful about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it goes it goes back to to think, think of it like a, like any any sort of like lion or bear or any sort of animal that has a lot of like power like they take their time you know <laughs> like they take their sweet time and um i think yeah because he's ad he's so you know adamant about whatever he's gonna gonna um, um wants to happen is for the better best of the team and you know, overall will be best for everyone and, and he's not going to sway from it. He can take his sweet time in in in, in, his, in his delivery, you know, and, and also, you know, <laughs> he's a footballer, you know, so he's like, he's he's not, you know, he's not going to be like a scientist or, or a politician, you know, <laughs> he just needs to do what's right for the team. And yeah, pretty much. And he's so incredibly present for people when he's in conversation, he's very engaged and it feels like, you know, like you said, he's, he's really attentive in terms of details. Like the fact that he's able to spot that Roy and Keeley have broken up before they've even said a word just from by watching them. And so how did that translate into kind of the presence that you found yourself having in working on scenes with the rest of the cast in kind of adopting and adapting that into yourself? I mean, yeah. He is. He speaks with his body, so you know he he knows all about it. You know he he is very intuitive when it comes to re the reading of bodies, and 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 you know kind of he pick up on on certain energies and and vibrations that that your your average person wouldn't 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 you know even like when it comes to you know his job. You know when you when you when you when you think of the centre back, they they spend the whole game reading bodies. 
you know, reading, reading where the ball will be, you know. So it's kind of like that helps, you know. And and to, to come from someone that doesn't really speak that much, but is always there. Yeah, you 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 yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense that he can read body language like that. So when I say it was quite funny when I when I read that the first time. <laughs> And and speaking of him playing football, you know, you used to play yourself. And so that's something that you've really been able to bring onto the show. Um, but I've heard you say that, you know, it's actually more challenging to do choreographed scenes than to just go out and play a match because you have to be so specific in terms of landing every single beat. And so what has been the, the difference for you in terms of playing on the show where you're really choreographing and, and you're telling a story about your character instead of just going out there and playing a game? Well, one, because you have to act as well. So it's almost like you're doing two jobs. Um, two, like, when you're, when you're filming a football uh, scene, it's very stop-starty. In, in football, it's just one thing going on, 45 minutes, a break in between, you know, and then you're done. In, in you know, Ted Lasso, we'd be on the pitch for, like, well, if you take out like breaks, eight, nine hours at a time, and you're wearing boots and all that, and you have to keep limber because you know you could get an injury. That's where the difficulty part of it. And then on top of that, you've got to you've got to be good, and you've got you know you've got to show the emotion of you know you've just lost eight games in a row, or you've got to show the emotion of you know you you, you it's it's the ninety. It's a 91st minute in extra time. And, and you know, if we if we score this, we've, we've won, you know, whatever. You know, it's, it's, that's where it becomes difficult because when it's choreographed, if one thing goes wrong, then you have to start again. And you, you don't want to start again. <laughs> you don't. And in, in terms of kind of, the way that he shows up for the rest of the team, you know, you were just mentioning there that that sometimes the storyline is you've lost eight games in a row and Isaac's someone who really absorbs a lot of that responsibility internally for you. And so going into the third season and, and having that storyline where all of these external voices, everyone around them, there's so much public pressure, there's pressure from the fans and everyone's basically saying, you know, you keep losing, you're going to come dead last in the league. You know, this is terrible for you. What was the impact that you wanted that to have on Isaac as someone who really kind of carries the responsibility of that a lot as the captain? He's, 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 he's a, he's a sponge, you know, um, he soaks up, you know, uh, uh, other people's pain and, and as well as his own. And when, you know, when things are not going well in with the team, he almost, you know, um, takes sole responsibility sometimes and believes that it's, it's, it's not, it's cause he's not performing well, or he's not doing well. And, you know, football is a confidence sport as well as a lot of things in life, you know, where we are so, you know, in our heads, you know, that we can't get out of our own way, you know? So sometimes, you know, you know, your worst enemy and your best friend is right here, you know, and, and you know, the person, your conscience, the person inside your head can, can make you see, think, smell, you know, remember 
fake memories. You know, I've read someone the other day that if your body, if your mind doesn't want to do something, it will create false and scenarios to deter you from from doing uh, uh, what it is that you, you you plan to do. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it could be something as trivial as going to the gym. Your, your mind will create something like, oh, because then it will hurt. Because then, you know, it will, and then it will make you feel, you know, the pain that because it doesn't want to, it, because it's trying to protect you. It, it's trust me, it's crazy if you if you if you read into it. So, yeah. So, as 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 you said, you know, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, mad. One of one of my favorite scenes as well this season was just watching how far things escalated in the match against West Ham after they've watched the video of Nate destroying the believe sign at halftime. Um, and I imagine that must have also been a really fun scene to film, just in terms of really being able to let loose. And so for you, you know, where where did you kind of find the line of like how far can I take this in the way that Isaac's responding in this moment? You know. The playbook, everything was out of the win- out of the window when we got onto that field. Uh, it, we just we just wanted blood, you know. There was no thought process going towards it. He was just absolutely betrayed, you know. Um, filming that, it was it was painful. I'd say that because, um, yeah, I don't know if you've had you know someone step on your foot when when they're wearing cleats. It is not the nicest feeling. It is so painful. Um, so a lot of that happened. My, my feet did take a battering. Um, but other than that, like, you know, stuff like we, we have hilarious, like if there's there's a bit in it that I, I, that they kept in. And it's when I, I literally pick up Stefan, which is uh, Richard. I just picked him up because I just thought in that situation, that's what Isaac would do. And um and they kept it in, so that was funny. That was a bit of improv. That that was funny. It's just all of it was majority of his improv. Like we, you know, we got big when I threw Sam uh, Cox, who's, who's one of the 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 West Ham players, on the floor. That was it. Was it was a fun day. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of uh, aggression. <laughs> it was a lot of aggression. You know, getting getting thrown out of there. Yeah. And when, when it came to the scene where everybody reveals the piece of the belief sign that they've been holding on to and they put it back together, for Isaac, I noticed like he takes it from his captain armband. And for you, is that something that he had just been keeping there every single match, every single game, and that it was just, it just happened to be the moment for him? Of course. Um, it's, 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 you know, everyone's uh, safe, sacred place, you know what I mean? Where they, 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 and I and I and I, I thought about it, you know Jason and not when I think of a place where where you know Isaac would would keep it, and I thought where where better than there you know you know to be with him all the time, and you know um, a big part of his life a big you know milestone of his life was becoming captain, so you know um, there's no other better there's no better place I could I could think of at the time to be honest and and I'm. I'm just glad that it reiterated on the screen, and it was, it, it, you know, and it, and it, it, it was a very touching moment. That was, that was a, that was one of the in in the finale episode. That was one of the moments where that 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 got me going a little bit, because it was, it was, yeah, it was really really touching. To be honest, and uh, yeah, we we all watched it together, um, 
and we all had like a like a like a almost like a movie night, but for like the, the finale episode, we all got a little room, and then we all of us in the whole cast was there, and it was just like so sad, but also so so like happy, like really bittersweet, but also like so amazing to be to, to have spent this time with these people and got to know them. I love that, you know, and and speaking of of touching moments in that episode as well, the performance of So Long Farewell that you all did was really beautiful. And you've got such a lovely singing voice. And I wanted to ask about just the the journey and the process of filming all of that and choreographing it, because I imagine there was so much preparation, even just in terms of recording the vocals before you're filming it on the day and having to choreograph out the dance and the movement with everyone to then kind of carry that onto the pitch to do in front of, of Ted in that scene. You know, I found out like we went to, well the day before we went to rehearsals for the uh, the the that number. Um, I found out that I was gonna do the the opening bid with uh, with Teeb, and um, you know I, I I just thought to myself, you know, just go in there and do 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 the best you can do, and just see what happens. Um, because I've always thought that you know I'm never. I thought, you know, if you go in there and you do your best, then you can at least say that you tried. And if it doesn't work out, you tried. And if it does work out, well, that's great. Yeah. You know, and I've always you know, tried to implement that in my life. And, um, you know, with Tom Howe and, and, and all these amazing people that, that do the music, um, it, was, it, was, it was easier than I thought it would be. Um, the rest of the guys were amazing because you know all I do is sing a little bit and then walk and then and then watch them do their dancing. So they had a lot more to do than me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. But they all they all were amazing and they all, it all worked out pretty well, man. Because I watched it and and I was like, wow, that's actually actually quite good. <laughs> And I also wanted to talk about Isaac's friendship with Colin and and particularly the way that, you know, a lot of that played out in this season and, you know, just kind of starting from that moment where Isaac first sees the pictures on Colin's phone and realizes that he's gay and his response, you know, kind of goes back to that internalization where he just kind of shuts off and walks away because we as an audience don't know the reason behind his response at that point, it doesn't come out till a little bit later. Um, and so what, what was that like for you in terms of how you wanted to approach those scenes and, and kind of respond knowing where the episode was going, but knowing that the audience wouldn't be keyed into that until later on? It was, for one, it was amazing to, to, to be able to do it with Billy, Billy Harris, you know, um, and Isaac and Colin have been, you know, a tag team partnership uh, throughout this whole series, but you never really got to see like behind the curtain uh, uh, as much as, you know, I would have wished. Um, so to be able to do that with, with, with one of my best mates in real life, uh, 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 Billy, um, was amazing, you know, because it was so effortless. Um, it was, there was no, there was no pretending to it. Um, and, you know, in that moment where Isaac done that, like, it, yeah, it it it, it kind of taught me that, like, you never know 
like the, the real, the full story. You only know your own full story. You don't know other people's full story. You don't know why people react to certain things. So it, it kind of taught me a little bit to kind of have a little bit more patience in, with people and uh, and not like just off the bat judge and just, you know, make a snap judgment and be like, yeah, I, Isaac done that because he's homophobic. Not because, you know, he's he's still wrong in the way he's he, he he addressed the whole situation. And I have never said that he's not wrong. I just said that, you know, people aren't perfect. And 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 when it comes to people that are close to to, to certain people's hearts, it all everything is different. It's all blurred lines because, you know, you know, you know, people, especially in, maybe even in your family, you know, where they can say one thing. And it, it it can trigger you, you know, that if if I said it to you, you'd be like, huh. but if they say it, you'd be like, what do you mean by that? Do you know what I mean? Like that, you know what I'm saying? There's always a second meaning. So it's like, like, so Isaac, he walked away because a person that he's known his entire life didn't tell him something that is so important to him which is he's wrong because it's not about Isaac. But as I said earlier, we as human beings have a way of making ourselves the main character. You know, and it's, we, we, we don't know, we don't, can't help it, but it's just the way we are wired, you know, to make ourselves the main character in any scenario when you're not, you know, you're just, there for support so you know but you know instead of saying something that he might have regretted or probably would have regretted he chose to walk away which was probably worse (laughs) (laughs) but he has an amazing friend in Colin that is so understanding that you know it works out in the end and when he goes into you know they're they're heading into halftime at the match and there's the fan that, that shouts something out and then Isaac ends up in a physical altercation that he initiates at that point. Um, you know, I, I love the fact that Roy's the one kind of sitting with him afterwards. And again, for you, was that just another example of like kind of how much Isaac really internalizes because it felt like he was his biggest critic and biggest judge in that moment. And it was about his kind of, inability in that moment to forgive himself for what he knows he's just done yeah because he's so disappointed in himself um he's come such a long way and to do that is like he's learnt nothing you know he, he in that moment he he feels almost like you know a kid like a 12 year old boy that is just you know said some stuff to his uh, and then and then stomped upstairs and you know I'm leaving or whatever like you know what, what the kids do uh in, in that moment he's so disappointed in himself and the only person that could actually understand Isaac is Roy Kent because he's almost you know Isaac and Roy they they have a lot of similarities you know and you know it just shows the development of Roy Ken, you know, as well as 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 everyone else that you know Roy can can choose to 
to be the one to to bring Isaac back and and show him what he needs to do. You know, because Roy's made those mistakes before, and then you can you can see you can you can see the path that Isaac's going. And you know, he basically says to him, "You're gonna crash if you don't slow down and look around." You know what I mean? And um, yeah, he's doing that scene with Brett was, you know, a lot easier than it should have been. I'm sorry about that. But iPad died. So yeah, what was I saying? I was saying uh, that Roy, basically, he was the best person to. Yeah, but he was probably the only person. He was the only person that Isaac would actually like listen to in that situation because if someone else came in there, he probably would have told him to get get the fuck out and and leave. But he can't really say that to Roy because you know he's Roy Ken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So um, um, I think the best and only person was that in that boot room there, and Isaac listened to them truly. Was was Mister Ken? Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. And and I also really love the moment where it's you and Colin. You know, you're getting to play alongside Billy again, and Isaac has shown up at his house, and and they've kind of reconciled. And then it's just the two of them playing video games, and you know, even yeah. the fact that Isaac's like asking him questions and kind of giving him space to to tell him more about who he is and um, a side of himself that that Isaac hasn't known yet um, was really beautiful. But especially the way that Isaac can't say the words, I love you, but he basically says, I love you to him. Um, and so for you, was that kind of another signifier of just the amount of growth that this character has gone on that, you know, he's he's expressing himself that way to one of his best friends? Yeah, because, you know, stereotypically, a person who is Isaac in real life, you know, they might react differently to 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 that news. Um, and for Isaac to react that way, I was I was very proud um, of him and of the person and the character that he's become um, in in the way that he, you know, is so understanding and you know is learning, but also he's willing to learn. You know, he wants to 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 to, to know this up. He's, he's he's curious. You know, that's why he's that's why when they're playing FIFA, he's asking those questions because he's genuinely curious. He's not asking them for any sort of banter or any sort of any any sort of like you know just to, just to uh, make conversation. He's asking them them questions because he wants to know. You know, he wants to know more about you know how his his best mate lives. You know, and 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 you know, you know, and and. You know, I I thought it was a really beautiful moment to be honest. <laughs> Playing FIFA as well. <laughs> it was. And and when it came to filming the the kind of final team scenes in the locker room where everybody's standing there and, and watching video footage that, that came from the show, but also included footage of of moments that you'd all had off camera together as well. Um, and even just standing at the sidelines before the game where they're all in tears before the match. What what was the experience of filming scenes like that and really just in the moment being able to channel the emotions that you were all experiencing yourselves into it? Um, yeah, it was it was quite emotional as well because, you know, we knew that we were coming to the end of season three. And I... You know, we, we were feeling all the emotions, and and you know when you see that video, that video or that montage of all of us over the over the last four years, 
they genuinely played that for us. And there was a lot more, you know, memories in that video than they, than they, it made in the final cut. And, and, you know, it made us genuinely tear up and, and start crying. And it was such a, it was, it was such a solemn set. Like, it was completely silent and there was 70, 80 people on that set. It was completely silent, apart from the video that was playing on several monitors. And everyone was just sitting there watching it. And it was, it, it made you get like this ball in your throat, you know, because you realise how much you've been and, and done together. And, and, you know, you look back on it and it, and it, it was, it was that one of the most beautiful videos I've, I've actually watched before you know and i'm you know i'm 30 years old <laughs> i've watched a few videos but <laughs> um yeah yeah no it, it was such a beautiful scene and and the way that they put it all together in the end i was really really happy that's so beautiful to hear and i love everything that you've done with isaac in in making him a character that has grown and, and changed so much from who we met at the beginning of season one and everything that you've done throughout the three seasons so thank you so much Kola. i really appreciate it your pleasure uh, you know <laughs> thank you I, you know i've just uh, i feel so lucky that i'm i'm able to 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 play isaac and you know and it, it be there for the world to see <laughs>